All right, guys, welcome back. First episode of 2021, Real Fans Podcast, episode six. Happy New Year, everyone. Hope everyone uh, is going to achieve their goals. You know what I'm saying? Go do what they got to do in this new year. How y'all doing? Welcome back, guys. I love how the intros gave you. It's so hype. He has to mute his mic. I'm trying to get my spirits. He has to mute his mic. It's so hype. I don't want to be, whatever. <laughs> Yo, honestly, you look like a dolphin clapping over there in New Jersey too. Your little friends out there. Thumbs <laughs> up. <laughs> the fence almost over Yo, your head on that Marlon. Fresh, fresh, fresh off the press. We got to jump right into it. Yo, blockbuster trade. Y'all know what's going on in NBA. James Harden traded to the Brooklyn Nets. We're Brooklyn now. That's wild, Brooklyn. bro. That's, that's the Bronx, but I... <laughs> Jojo, you're not from yeah, Brooklyn anyways. You're from Buffalo. Just accept. Yeah, right. yeah, relax, bro. Yo, your Bills, did, they made the second round of the playoffs, man. Your Bills. Congrats, bro. Congrats, right, Bills bro. Mafia. Strong out here. Yo, so let's get into it. Yo, James Harden to the Nets. The Rockets get Victor Lodipo, XM Corrects. Three first-round picks. Milwaukee gets a first-round pick. Three, bro. He, so and Brooklyn, Brooklyn gave spots. up four, right? Uh, I got three. three but they gave up to three. Houston, but then they get another one to Milwaukee, right? So they give yeah. up four. Four first round four picks. First round That's yeah, fucking yeah. insane. That's insane. Like, you're. I mean, I guess basketball is different, but like, shit. Four first well, round picks. That's their future. That's a lot. You don't want to title this year. It's kind of like. What, what was the reason? What was the point? Obviously, we know what's going on in Houston. James James wanted out of there. His first option at first was the Nets, and then he was trying to get to Philly, which last minute, that didn't work out. But can you imagine our locker room, right? You got three of the most petty players right now currently in the NBA. They're going to be played here. You got, you got KD, Twitter fingers, right? You got James Harden right now, which that whole fiasco going on in, in Houston, well, that's, that's coming to an end now. And you got what's going on with Kyrie Irving. In the NBA, how do you think that's gonna mesh going on onto the floor? Like, I think one of the reasons why they even went after Harden is because they don't think I, uh, Kyrie's gonna be there. I don't think Kyrie's gonna be there. I don't think he's gonna show up. I don't think he's gonna he's gonna like half ass play. He's gonna like cause drama. I think they brought in Harden because they don't have faith in Kyrie. I mean, he's, already been causing, he's already been causing drama even since the ending of last season. You know, he he boycotted the season. He didn't play. I mean, like to each his own. You know, he has his reasons. Um, you know, his injury last year. He barely played any games. Uh, coming in, like he just it doesn't seem like he wants to play. Yeah, even that's what I'm playing, saying. He's playing great, and I think yeah. that's why they put so much into Harden because they know that like. You can't you can't rely on Kyrie like you don't know if he's going to be there three years from now. You don't like you just don't know like you. I think having Harden and KD is a more surefire thing. Shit, they get rid of Kyrie, they pick up uh, Westbrook. You got the trifecta back together once again. No, that's not happening. That's, that's not happening. happening. They don't have they have nothing to trade anymore. They have nothing to trade. Nobody pulls that off. They sold Harden away their future by getting rid of all them picks. So. Yeah, they can't do shit. Bro, they even got rid of Jared Allen. That guy's been killing it for the Nets, bro. They I better hope. That guy is great. Top blocker. He's out here cooking. 
I got a stat here that says a tweet. There are only seven active players in the NBA with a career usage above 29%. Three of them, KD, Kyrie, and James Harden, not play for one team. So, you know what that means? Who the hell is going to get the ball <laughs> with all three of them? Right now, I think Kyrie's well, he's sitting down because he got caught with COVID. I guess he went to his sister's 30th birthday yeah, or something over the weekend. Party, and he got caught massively. <laughs> right now, all the meetings are Everyone's yeah, watching yeah. Kyrie. Whoa. I mean, you're, you're you're in the Mecca, right? You're in Brooklyn. You're in New York. Media's yeah. on you. Yo, you, you sneeze the wrong way. You eat the wrong food. That you know what I'm saying? Like, and I saw somebody they were saying on Twitter, like people are mad, like, oh, why is everybody snitching on him? I was like, well, he's kind of snitching on himself, really. I mean, uh, first of all, like when we had the bubble, the whole the NBA was a fucking leader in this all this whole COVID shit. They fucking went to the bubble. They created that snitch line, and people got snitched on. I remember that was there's a guy from Houston that, that got kicked out, didn't he? Because he invited one of the testing ladies to his, back to his room or something. He got kicked out <laughs> at the end, right, right before the playoffs was about to start or something. Yeah, um, right. They're cracking on on COVID protocols, you know, outside. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, there, there's still rules you have to follow. Whether you know you're seeing family, you're going out to eat. Like, there, there's all these restrictions you have to take serious. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, everyone's safety, like, it's safety. You and know. so, you know, he not only went out and did that all by himself, just like uh, Harden did when he went to whatever, his friend's party or whatever. Um, he's telling himself, man. So we'll see right now. For right now, it seems like it's going to be Harden and KD for the time being. Uh, you know, there's questions of KD, uh, uh, Kyrie even wants to play or come back. He's going to come back and play. I mean, he that you have to play to get the, that to get that contract money that you I don't signed. think it's necessarily that he... He won't come back. It's just like, is he going to have the pat? There's a difference when somebody's playing out there just for a paycheck and they're not like playing with any passion. Like, you're not going to win a championship like that. Like, you're just, you're not. Like, you're trying to compete well, with all these other that. guys that are so hungry that want to play and he's just kind of like half assing. And I'm not to say like he won't like turn it around and like be serious about it, but it's just like right now, it's like, can you trust him? And I think it was part of the. I'm sure that played a factor into getting Harden. I mean, like you have to think yeah. about that. Like, yeah. and then you know, everyone has. We we don't know what's going on with him, right? Obviously, but like we're just looking at the actions, right? So like, if you're not playing, you're getting all that money. You know, you're you're kind of hurting. Like, you got to play. They don't give you that for free. You get your signing bonus for free just for signing the contract. Yeah. But you got to play to make money. If you don't, if you don't go to work, you don't get paid. Well, just <laughs> yeah. like that bullshit. Like he said, he's not going to talk to the media. Like, dude. Sh- the fuck up like dead at like shut the fuck up like this is your job this is what you sign up for you talk to the media like this is what's in your contract you can't just sit here and boycott and say like i'm not going to talk to the media no this is what you signed up for you knew what you're getting into this is what it is like this helps just go out there this help promotes the brand of the nba i understand you might not like like some of the things that people say but like this is this is the job like you like it's part of it, yeah. Your job is not just playing basketball. Your job is to help promote the NBA as well. And you can't just sit here and like it. He just comes off like such a whiny bitch to me. Like I, he just pisses me off. Like right, everyone thought LeBron was the issue why he left Cleveland. I mean, I think LeBron's got his own issues, but I think no, they both. I, I think they clashed. Like, I think they clashed. You know what I mean? Of course they clashed. But look at Kyrie's persona now, right? You you see him now. You see him on the Celtics. You see what's going on in Brooklyn. Yeah. Even when he went to the Celtics, there was that thing yeah, where yeah. he was kind of like walking around with swagger, like, hey, I'm the guy, the championship guy. Let me teach you, young man, how to win championships because I'm then, a champion. You know what I mean? I got the ring. 
yeah. he was dude. He out with things. He felt like he had to carry the team, and you know he he had what uh, I think was Tatum a rookie at the time when 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 he went to the Celtics, and he had Hayward got injured and all that, and he was stressed there. He needed out. Like yeah. everything started off well. He was hyped. And then look what happened. He had to put the team on his back, and he was like, "Oh, he's not a lead shit. guy. He's not a leader. Yeah. He's not a leader." This no, is what it is. And he wanted to be the guy, right? He left LeBron to be the guy. Meaning, his first three years in the league with the Cavs, they didn't make even make the playoffs. LeBron comes, you're you're you straight to the finals, and then you're gonna go ahead and, and dip out on LeBron and leave that, you know. The thing is, you, you, know, you can't be a so. guy and not be a leader. Like to be the guy, you have to be the leader. Like you, it's just what it is. Like. And he's just, he's not like at the end of the game, at the end of the day, this is a team sport. Like you can ball out all day, all day long, but yeah. like at the end of the, you still need these other guys to, ele- you need to elevate their play by being a better leader. And he's just not that. I don't know if you guys saw Steven A. take, he's like, hey, I think Kyrie should re- just retire, man. Whether you have all this stuff going on in your life, but the point is if you're not playing, you're not producing your team, you're getting paid 30 million a year. You're just hurting the organization. Like honestly, if, if it's, if you don't be hard to play, it's the organization's fault to keep on signing him. If if it's the it's their job to be like, you know what, I'm not gonna pay you anymore. Like, you know, yeah. like you're like screw you. Like and the thing too is like this this team is gonna be really tricky because then you're also having a rookie coach with Steve Nash, who's never coached ever. And he's a great basketball mind, but obviously coaching is a whole different game. So like yeah. we're gonna have to see like how this yeah. is gonna mesh with like his thought process. Hold their players accountable. These these, these rookie coaches, you know, kind of like, you know what I mean? They're, they're they're new to it. You know, they're coming from the player side onto the coaching side. But yeah, we have to see how this. Is. They're going to be a really interesting situation because my question is: This is the question: Are they coming out of the East? No, Are I think so. I think so. I no. think so. He's going to play, man. He's going to play. He sat out last. He sat. No, out the he's talking. He's talking about like they're going to make the finals. Yeah, the finals. No, I don't yeah. think so. I think they're going to blow up. On, I think they're going to implode on themselves. I don't think. I don't, make I don't know. I, right, the way this Brad season Harden, goes, they might make a run. KD and Harden. You don't think them two can make it to the finals? Just them. Two, let's say them two. Just I mean, we, we got to see. We got to see. Yeah, I pay like I like. You look on paper, yeah, but like we just have to see how this is going to work out between these guys because. With Steve Nash as a coach, and then like how Harden and KD are going to mesh because they're not necessarily like team players. They're all coming from a situation where they were the guy. KD probably knows how to handle that better, obviously being in Golden State. But like, I mean, we'll, I mean, we'll have to see. Like, if they're getting hot at the end of the season, then I might change my mind. But looking at it now and just seeing like these guys just look like drama queens, honestly. And it seems like basketball is like these guys have just turned into like prima donnas. Like, it's it's getting so frustrating, honestly. And it just seems like there's so many of these like personalities that are just like, and it's like, it's almost ruining it for me, but we'll see once it gets towards the end of the season. Like, I just don't see, I don't see how they beat Miami man. like, I don't, I, I don't see how they beat Miami. I don't see how they beat Boston. Like, we'll see if they get hot, then I'll change my mind. But currently looking at it now, I mean, obviously they haven't even played a game together yet. So we just gotta see. Uh-huh. I think he's gonna play, man. Kyrie's gonna play. He sat out last uh, last season. He was out of the bubble, if you guys remember, because of uh, yep. injury. So he didn't even play last year. And he he was one of these guys that wanted to shut down the season because of you know all the social justice stuff that was going on outside this outside of the bubble. So my thinking is he's coming in the season and he wants to play, um, and he wants to win. You know, he wants to be the reason for for winning. You know, 
And when, you know, when they first combined KD and uh, Kyrie, then people were like, oh, snap. like they might, you know, the, the Nets might might be, you know, they might do some damage. And now that they got Harden, I can see a scenario where Harden and Kyrie bump heads for it. Like I said, I just read this thing off of Twitter. The most usage, of, the most usage above twenty nine percent, seven people, and three of them are in the Nets right now. So I can I definitely see a scenario where you know KD is going to get his points, and he's he's probably the best facilitator out of the three. But I see trouble with James Harden sharing the ball with Kyrie. I don't know. I don't. I don't know how this is going to happen. Bro, that's going to be insane, bro. <laughs> ball handling. It's funny. I saw a meme on Instagram. It was like two K in her like twenty four second shot clock, and how. How they're gonna spend one possession? It was Harden dribbling the ball for ten seconds, KD dribbling the ball for the next ten, and then Kyrie right at the end. Like, <laughs> let me ask you this. Forth. Let me ask you this: Does Houston make the playoffs this year? Oh, they got right now. You're, man, you're but, getting Oladipo, and then um, Westbrook is still on the team. Do do they make? I mean, it? Who else do they got? They have DeMarcus Cousins. Who else is on that team? I don't even know who's on the Rockets. Oh, yeah, they got John Wall. I don't know why. Why I did I say Westbrook? I, yeah, I meant to say John Wall. I was thinking John Wall when I said. Yeah, I was like, no. Like, Westbrook's on the Wizards. I had a thing where I'm like, bro, no. no <laughs> I, I, was, right? I was thinking, yeah, like, I, like, I remember that, and I was thinking Westbrook when I – I was thinking Wall, John Wall when I said uh, Westbrook. But do they make a run? Or do they make the playoffs? Like – uh, I, I can see them making a run towards the end. Uh, they definitely got a boost in all the Debo coming in. Right, offensive um, threat right there. Um, they they could make it happen. You know, John Wall slowly but surely is getting back to his original ways. You know, he's just coming off that injury as well. You know, he's been training hard this past offseason. Um, yeah. Demarcus Cousins, if he gets his act together again, injury prone as well. Yeah, right? he's he's been out. My question is like three major injuries from those last three plays: John Wall, Oladipo, and Demarcus Cousins. If they can stay healthy, if they can stay healthy, I feel like they can make a run. Let me see. They got. I'm looking at the roster now. Sterling They're Brown, Kevin Martin, you know. Eric Gordon, yeah, uh, DJ Tucker. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I I don't really follow the the West that closely, and, and I haven't really been one paying attention, especially to the West teams. Uh, but you know, usually the West is more competitive. I would have to look at the rosters with this whole mix up now. I gotta like settle in and see like, okay, who's doing what um, as far as uh, the West goes. I think they're not hurt for long because sometimes you see like these teams that put all this money and everything and all these picks to like these guys. And then once they leave, like they're just dead franchises. Houston seems like one of those where they're still going to probably if they they draft right. And if they, you know, build something there with the players they got, like they're not like scrubs. Like, you know, they could squeeze into the playoffs. I don't think they're going to be like contender, but they could squeeze into the playoffs and win a couple of games. I think if they draft right and do the right things, they're still a competitive team. But they're not just going to be like a shit to your team. Even though dropping 30 and 40 for them, they lose that. But like again, like I mean, yo, they get a little depot, bro. Very explosive. He's a facilitator. He can score. He can, he can do everything, man. Like Indiana, they're done. Like they're that 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 franchise is done for a while. They're gonna have to like Blow that up and rebuild it because I knew they're done when, when the Heat swept them. <laughs> swept them out the playoffs. Bring out the brooms. Talk about rebuild. You see, that, you see that logo on your hat? I know you're looking for a massive rebuild. <laughs> you want to talk about the Jags NFL? Huh? You got the first Let's draft get it. pick. Let's get it. This is one. 
This is one of the greatest situations that could ever happen in a rebuild. Man. So, precursor. Jaguars. Jets blow it. Jaguars get number one overall pick. And it's going to be our first number one overall pick in franchise history. And it happens to be probably the greatest NFL prospect to come out of college. Probably the greatest, if not the greatest. Nobody's talked about any other guy like this since Andrew Luck, and his name goes by Trevor Lawrence, and he just declared for the NFL draft, which means if you see on Twitter, if you follow us on Twitter, we put up his fair, we retweeted his uh, farewell Clemson video, and I was like, one more step to becoming a Jaguar and coming down to do. Oh, like, here we go. Oh, here we man. go. It's like our situation is so great. Like, because we we basically blew everything up. Like we we had to. We got rid of everything. I was a little skeptical last off season, but now coming into this off season, it made everything worth it. Like I've never wanted to see my team lose so bad in my life because this is like one of the greatest. Like this guy's a beast. I didn't understand yeah. this season. I was like, why do you want? It? Well, the Jets decided they wanted to win. Bro. Yeah, Sam Sam Darnold. <laughs> well, the the problem was with the Jets is that the Jets had players that wanted to win and needed to win. They had Adam, their coach, yeah. like he had like Sam Darnold's playing for a position. We had nobody yeah. like we like we had young guys. And I mean, we had Minshew, but Minshew ended up turning out to be a bust. Like we thought he was going to be something like maybe, but like he ended yeah, up being a bust. I found out three, four games in that I was like, I was on the tank train. I was like, I, I was, I was like, you know what? Fuck it. We got Trevor Lawrence coming into the draft. Like we got to lose out. We got to lose out. Like this guy is. He's next level. Like he's coming into the NFL as a top fifteen quarterback already. Like coming in, he's already probably going to be the second best quarterback we've are we've ever had in our franchise's history. That's coming, high expectations. Coming in, he's probably going to be the second best. But that's not so much high expectations on him. It says a lot about our franchise over the past decades, the past two decades. We yeah. we I saw a stat like so our franchise our franchise we've been around for twenty seven years. We've picked in the top 10, 19 out of 27 years. We've picked in the top 10. So our situation. Well, didn't you say with Dax, right? You guys you, uh, usually trade your first round or you get rid of these guys? No, we never sign them. <laughs> we, never, we, we either never sign them or they end up being ass. And <laughs> our only good one we ever really hit on was fucking Jalen Ramsey. And then look yeah. where he's at now in the fucking playoffs with the L.A. Rams, which, you know, it's whatever. I don't really care. I'm over it. He was kind of a, sh- a sh- like kind of a shit teammate, honestly. Uh, but I mean, we're coming up here. We're probably one of the top destinations. I mean, like we're going to talk about this in a second, but like for head coaching and stuff like. Dude, we have we're going to have the number one overall pick. We have another pick in the first round. We have the most picks in the entire NFL. No other team has more picks than us. We're going to have the most cap space. So we can literally sign whoever we want, especially in a season where they had to change the salary cap because of COVID and stuff. And a lot of teams are getting hurt by that. So we have every opportunity to like completely 180 this team. And we got young talent. We got a lot of young talent. And I'm hyped. I'm hype. I I, ex- I expect I expect us to be pushing for a playoff spot next year, 
And then the year after that, I expect to be contender. 100%. All right. So your predict now, right? Early prediction. Your record next year. Guarantee. Nine and seven. What is it? I will be happy. I'll be happy with nine and seven. Give me nine and seven. Like, I'll be happy with nine and seven. Not yet. No, I think they have. I don't, I'm not sure. But think about it. I mean, the Dolphins, the Dolphins were tanking last year. Like, they, they, they were not tanking. Tank. Dolphins, not tank. Dolphins were tank. tank. Flores don't tank. Don't you put the that Dolphins evil on me, Ricky Bobby. Tank. Don't you put that evil on me, Ricky Bobby. <laughs> the Dolphins were tanking. It was nope. 100%. It was so evident. Nope. They were tanking. Bro. You know how you know they weren't tanking? Because they beat Cincinnati. They were look, look. in contention. Just like you were with the Jets. They were in contention to get the first pick. They could have got first pick. But you know what? They decided to beat the Cincinnati Bengals. And that's you, when you know Flores wasn't tanking. He's not a tanker. Here, here's the thing, don't though. Put, hey, hey, hey. hey. I'm not saying he was tanking. The front office was tanking because you cannot deny that team last year had no fucking players. They had no players. We had players. We had we had we had veteran players. We <laughs> you had, had the no players. players. We still don't have players. Okay, Devontae last year had. Think about it. Good look how year. much money you guys spent on defense this offseason. You guys spent a shit ton of and money look on how defense. Good they were. Look how they kept us you, in games. How many you, defensive? How many turnovers? How no. many pick sixes? I 100% agree with you. I agree with you there. I'm talking about last year. Last year, when you didn't have these guys, you guys were tanking. Like your front office was. You guys loved the idea to... Okay, front office. Okay. Players and and coaches don't tank. Flores from the front office. Even the Jags. Like, players, coaches, they don't tank. Especially our coach, Doug Marone, and all our players. Like, they're not tanking. Marone knew he was gone. He was going to get fired. Everybody knew he was gone. Our players, obviously, like, they don't want to lose. They don't want to, like, they don't care. But this is the front office. And I'm not surprised our owner, Shad Khan, that he probably had final say, like, look, he told our GM and coach, like, no, you're not signing these people. Because you know what? We got this motherfucker named Trevor Lawrence. is probably one of the greatest prospects ever to come out who beat Alabama in the national championship as a true freshman. As a true freshman? He would have came out as the number one overall pick as a true freshman. Like every single year, he said he would have came out. The only year probably would have been a little iffy is this past year with Joe Burrow because Joe Burrow had a miraculous season. Yeah, amazing. If if you look at a career as a whole, Trevor Lawrence has had probably one of the greatest college careers ever. The guy has has no flaws. You were saying, like, you know, he's the biggest prospect in these last coming years. Like, no disrespect to him, but like, obviously, Last season, he got overshadowed, I guess, you know, Joe Burrow and what he did with LSU and everything like that was ridiculous. So, like, he's really that good? Like, he's really that great? Like, you think he's going to have a better career than Joe Burrow? I, I don't think know. so. Joe, I think, Joe Burrow I think, looks I think, great. I, think, yeah, I, yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, obviously, features tell, but if I had to put my money, I would say Trevor yeah. Lawrence. Joe my Burrow had a lot more question marks. He has a – and also, I mean, a lot of it's system. A lot of it's system. I don't know if I trust that Cincinnati system. Um, I just the only thing I'm hoping that the Jags do is that we hire the right coach, whether it be Urban Meyer that they're talking about or whatever. We can set this up and set them up for success. Like, but go ahead, uh, Gabe. 
No, I was going to say, because Trevor Lawrence did look good. I saw him play. I was like, this kid, he has the framework. He has the arm strength. He looks like a pro. You know, He's and fast. He, like 19, he, 19 years old looking like a pro. I was like, this this guy, if if Joe Burrow and him were in the same draft, I would have took Trevor Lawrence over Joe Burrow. But Joe Burrow, obviously, he's always, you know, a uh, junior, senior yeah. coming out of college. Trevor Lawrence was still a sophomore or whatever. So yeah, and now, the thing you know. With- yeah, and the thing with Joe Burrow, too, he had probably one of the greatest offenses in college history with that LSU offense. That LSU offense was fucking... That team was stacked. Like, it was one of the greatest college teams ever. And yeah. he still threw for, like, 300 yards for touchdowns. And, like, everybody's talking about, like, how he didn't look that great about Justin Fields because, oh, it's Justin Fields is going to, like, surpass Trevor Lawrence in the draft. Get the fuck out of here with that shit. Like, yeah, yeah. Don't, don't give me that. Justin Fields... Close. Justin Fields looked like ass against two ranked teams. He just so happened to be throwing a couple bombs on go routes and against yeah. a Clemson defense that wasn't really that great and an offense, Clemson's offensive line that wasn't that great. And the thing is, people say like, oh, Justin Fields looked really good. He threw for 350 yards, six touchdowns and all this. But I was like, Trevor Lawrence still threw for 400 yards and three touchdowns with literally an offensive line that was non-existent. And an Ohio State defense that's really good. And, like, yeah. you see Justin Fields now when he played against Alabama. Like, he didn't look that great. I mean, granted, the scheming in that game was a little off. Yeah. But, like, they should have let him throw the ball more. But, like, yeah, get the fuck out of here with that shit. Like, Trevor Lawrence is the real fucking deal. Like, he literally has no yeah. flaws. Like, they can't find a single flaw about him. Like, he, this guy, can he can fly. He's 6'6". Like, he, like... He he has a rocket arm. He's super oh, accurate. His footwork, hair. dude, <laughs> head and shoulders commercials. Like, like bro, yeah, I so mean, let me, you know what? You know shoulders. what I love the most about it too is the footwork. I see this guy play, and like, it's just it's he's on another level. And like, it's footwork's one of those things where you don't notice unless you like watch footballing a lot, and you see like the way he's able to maneuver the pocket and move up and yeah. just like just hit it it's just like it's you can't teach that shit like that shit's a it, it, like he's just a natural at it and he, this dude's unreal like and i'm so pumped like this guy he's the next andrew luck if not better who like, do you think they go for uh their second pick i saw they got the 25th pick from the jets uh what is uh jaguar nation uh, what are they saying that uh, they're going to pick up second? Like, are they going to get a lineman, maybe somebody for him? Or I don't know. I don't know. What, what are their needs in Jacksonville? So I was kind of pissed because the Rams won because we have the Rams pick. Um, so the Rams beat the Seahawks. So I was kind of upset about that. I was upset back-to-back weeks because I wanted the Cardinals to beat the Rams. So the Rams didn't get in the playoffs. So it helps our pick. Then they get in. And then they beat Seahawks, which is this was a dumbass game. Like, Seahawks should not have lost that game. That's so... Our second pick, it depends what we do in free agency, like, which is going to be really interesting. Uh, it, it really depends what we do in free agency. Uh, if we get an offensive lineman, like they're talking about like Trent Williams and stuff, who's probably one of the best left tackles in the game. Um, it's got to be offense, though, uh, 100%. Like, I think you go out, sign defensive free agents, but our draft, we need a draft heavy on offense. Like, I want... I want a lineman. There's a deep guard class coming into this draft. You got to get a guard, get a left tackle, you know, get some rotational receivers, like go heavy on offense. Like what I don't want is a Joe Burrow situation where Joe Burrow comes in here and he gets blown the fuck out 
by defensive ends and like his knees like fucking non-existent. He's going to be walking out with a peg leg next year. Like yeah. I don't want Trevor Lawrence walking out in a peg leg in his second year. Like I don't want that. Like like that's, yeah, that's you definitely going to want to protect your first first round pick. Uh yeah, man. Can we get talk about Dolphins a little bit? I want to talk about Dolphins a little bit because this. Yeah, you guys got on. an interesting situation. Go ahead. Like, I'm, All I'm right. in, I'm into it. Dolphins is oh, an so interesting situation. Jazz got number one. They're obviously going to take Trevor Lawrence. That take that off the board. That's automatic. We already know what's going to happen. So the Jets have a number two, and then the Dolphins have a number three, and then the Jets have a number twenty-three, and I think the Dolphins have an eighteen pick. So the conversation, I, I'm in this other chat. There was, I'm in the other fantasy league and uh, with like family cousins and friends of family, whatever. And the big, you know, we're going off now because especially now after the game, after the Alabama game, the uh, CFB, uh, you know, Devonta Smith is is on my mind because I feel like with the number three pick above the the, the Jets, they should take Devonte Smith. I feel like two was the guy. Give two some help. Let them draft some, uh, you know, give them some skilled players. Because you look at our skilled players, it's a bunch of nobodies. Uh, There's another tweet. We got, like, a guy, you got a couple guys who were undrafted, a fifth-round pick, a seventh-round pick. These are, like, little scrap pieces. So my feeling is, you know, in this conversation with my family, it's like, yo, Tua, Tua is the guy you drafted. Stick with your man. Okay, Justin Herbert's now on this team. Okay, you missed. Stick with two. <laughs> that's that's a listen, game's defense mechanism. What? Yeah, you know what, For man? Real, like, we can't have him no more. He's gone. He's gone. I know, he's, but I just it's so gone. funny. You're that, like that draft is is bye bye. But you how much would anymore. you have rather had Justin Herbert? Well, I, I didn't. Re- I wasn't really high on him, but I was. You know, I was. You that's know, that's a great pick, bro. That's a great pick. I never understood the two hype. I was. I I would have if I was like going into that draft. I was one of the guys. I was like, you take Herbert over to us. I, I do not say here's my criticism about to it not to say that he's not going to be a great quarterback or whatever future we don't know my guess he's going to be an average quarterback he's going to be like an Alex Smith that's how I look at it never know I'm open for my mind to be changed whatever I think he's going to be an average guy but I don't think he's going to be ass but here here's my thing the reason why I was never high on Tua because Tua to me he never really showed he he's not good at throwing on to his right like he's, he's just not he's he's a he has he relies heavily on his left side he can't throw him to the right like the one thing i'll give like baker mayfield baker mayfield has nailed the bootleg and throwing cross body like he has gotten so good at that and tua he has to show me that he has to work on that he needs to work on that and another thing with tua is he went from alabama and this is not his fault but alabama as you can see these past two years have produced six first potentially six first round wide receivers so what they had judy they had henry Ruggs come out this past year was there another guy am i missing one but then this year you're gonna have waddle you're gonna have Devonte smith yep and then i think there's a third guy i can't think of the top of my head unless i'm thinking of the corner no. um but he was throwing to guys who were 15 yards open like every yep. single play and, every and these guys every, are open. And, and, I, I, and, and uh, <laughs> yeah, and let me let me finish this. So so they're like they're throwing he's th- so you're not gonna get that in the NFL. You're not. And I think as even Fitzpatrick has talked about, I saw Fitzpatrick brought it up and Kurt Warner, they brought it up. Like the thing is like you gotta he has to learn NFL open. Like, and one of the things like like I, I keep on going back to this when I like talk to people about this, Kurt Warner, like he 
he said it so elo- eloquent. I can now I can't fucking say it. Eloquently. Yeah. <laughs> he said it so great. Like he was like when he was on the Super Bowl team for the Rams, he had the greatest show on turf. Tory Holt and all those guys, Marshall Falk, like those guys, they flew. They were open all the time. It was one of the greatest offenses the NFL's ever seen. He then goes to Arizona where he has who? Larry Fitzgerald and Quan Bolden. These aren't speed guys. So Kurt Warner had to learn a Larry Fitzgerald open is not the same as a Torrey Hole in 1999 open. So, because Larry Fitzgerald and Anquan Bolden, they would always come up to him like, yo, we're open. Kurt's like, you're not open. He's like, we're open. Throw the ball. And that was the one thing, like, he has to learn with, like, Devontae Parker. Because Devontae Parker's like that. Devontae Parker, he's not going to give you, he's not a speed guy. He's not going to create a whole lot of space. The thing is, I want to see Tua throw guys open. I want to see him throw guys open and put it in those windows. Not to say that it's, he won't be able to do it, but I just want to see, I want to see him do that. It's funny you bring that up. Cause I did see some people putting up uh, advanced statistics on Tua versus Fitzpatrick. And they're saying Fitzpatrick, you know, the, the offense just turns on, it gets more explosive. And what you're saying about open windows, I think it's true, but then again, Tua is a rookie. So the statistics yeah. I saw, they, 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 I saw some advanced statistics where they took the best, uh, the best uh, quarterback. They took like uh Russell, uh, it was like Russell, Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, um, and they looked at um, when they threw the ball, how much separation they had. And most of when the balls were thrown to receivers, they had like about three. It was like three point two, two point, uh, three point two, three point three something yards of separation. And then they did pulled up Tua stats, and for his the the amount of separation the receivers had when the ball was thrown was like one point three. So going to what you said earlier about uh uh. Uh, looking at the difference between Tua and Fitzpatrick, is Fitzpatrick is just a he's a cowboy. He sees that you know, like you're talking about NFL open. Tua is waiting for guys to get open. But like I said, these he has fucking scraps. He has fifth round pick, seven round pick, undrafted guy. And I'm not fucking Bowden, Gaskins. These guys, these I'm guys, not holding will never that against him. Number ones I, in other teams. So, I do agree you know I mean? with you. I agree with you. He doesn't have a whole lot of weapons, a hundred percent. But I do think there is a certain point where you're able to elevate your team. And I think Fitzpatrick showed that he Fitzpatrick was able to elevate his team. And it's not just so much more. It's like separation. It's also, you also got to take into consideration the windows. Like there could be a linebacker in front of him. Like he could have three yards separation or one yard. And, And I get that. And I think, and obviously I didn't, I didn't like the way that the offensive coordinator treated Tua in those games. He babied him. When he would open it up yeah. for Fitzpatrick. But it also makes me wonder, was he showing something in practice where it was like he was getting picked off, he couldn't make the throws, or he just wasn't making him and he was holding on to the ball? And well, and, that, and I don't, I mean, obviously we won't know because we don't see practice or anything, but it makes me wonder if that was happening. Like, is, well, and they don't trust him. There's an article that came out today. So it was anan, uh, unan, uh, not unanimous, uh, anonymous. Uh, a couple players, I think it was two offensive players and a defensive player saying, talking about practices. And they're saying how, you know, when you draft a guy first round, you can kind of see in practice that if he has it or not. And because this is the whole discussion right now where the Dolphins are at is, A, do you throw everything away and try to get Deshaun Watson? Because Deshaun Watson's in the conversation. And I would love to have Deshaun Watson. I think he's amazing. But I think it would be a mistake. Why? Because the only reason why you have a number three pick is because you traded Jeremy Tunsil, who's a lineman, to get that first round pick. So now 
to the Houston Texans. So now, uh, now you're going to trade back with the Texans to give them back. Like I, I feel like that trade is going to, they're going to be asking for too much. And as much as I love Deshaun Watson, I think it'll be asking too much of the Dolphins. So Deshaun Watson's in the conversation. So they're giving up basically give up on Tua, get Deshaun Watson. Uh, I do think you guys need weapons though, because even if you do yeah. bring in Watson, like he needs somebody to throw to. And yeah. I don't, with the amount of money you guys spent, I don't know what your cap space looks like. But the amount of money you spent on free agency last year, I can't imagine there being we too much cap space. I can't imagine being too much space. So you got to draft. And if I was you guys, I wouldn't even take. I would. I would trade back. Hundred percent trade back. I would. I would trade back. Somebody's going to want a quarterback. Some like. Here's my feeling with that is, okay, you get Deshaun Watson, and guess what? You still got a fifth-round guy, a receiver. You got a seventh-round. You got an undrafted guy. You still have defensive – you still have no, offensive I'm talking about if you. No, I'm talking about if you keep your pick. Like, say, you, yeah. obviously, I highly doubt that Deshaun Watson's thing's going to happen. It doesn't make – it makes no sense from the Houston's perspective why they would do that. It'd be so stupid for them to do that. But I'm talking about, like, as of now, I would not draft at that third pick. I would do whatever I can to – draft back because there's going to be people who's going to either want that Zach Wilson guy from BYU if the Jets take on Panay Sewell and then you got Justin Fields sitting there somebody's going to move up for him you could and then or who's to say like Justin Fields Trevor Lawrence Justin Fields and then uh you trade back with Cincinnati and then Cincinnati gets Panay Sewell because they need an O-lineman big time then what you get the seventh pick there's a good chance Devontae uh, Smith he's a Heisman winner he might be there though. I don't. There's a lot of good guys, and but then even if you don't get them, this is a super deep receiver draft. You can grab Waddle. I like that guy from LSU, Jamar Chase. He didn't. He opted out this season, but he was a fucking baller with Joe Burrow and LSU. Like, uh, like you can you can trade. I guarantee you, somebody's gonna be. Call, you guys got all the leverage in the world, and like you said, you guys need players on offense. You trade back. You're still going to get your number one wide receiver or number two, whichever. I don't know how well they look into Devontae Parker. Devontae Parker looks like a good number two to me, honestly. But not a number one. Yeah, you, you're still going to get a. You're still going to get either a number one or a number one A wide receiver. And if you stay within the top ten, then you're probably going to get another first round next year that you can use towards uh, offensive linemen or whatever. I just think if I was the Dolphins. There's no need for me to sit like like what do I need to sit there for? Because you're more than likely probably I, I don't see like who what's let me pull up the draft order as of right now. Well, I can tell you they have a number three and number 18. And so, like I said, right now they're at the state of do we keep to abandon to do we, you know, what I mean, I'm if you can't tell by the jersey that I'm wearing. I say give him a chance. I appreciate that. I appreciate this jersey, Jojo. You already already sat Patrick in the beginning of the season when he was, you know, actually playing pretty good to throw two in, which could have changed the whole dynamic of the team, but you took the risk, right? Then you had him doing halfsies with Fitzpatrick in games. You already already threw him out there, right? Now, just give him a chance for his next season. That's how I feel. All right, so so here's here's the thing. So you could trade back to number five or number – Look, Detroit might pull up. They're probably going to not. Matt Stafford's probably going to be gone. Matty Ice, uh, not Matty Ice. Matt Matt Stafford might be gone. So Detroit might move up for you. Um, Carolina might. Carolina might move up. No, dude. Why would it be a waste? Like dude, the Dolphins. What are you going to get? You you're going to probably. You're you're more than likely going to get another first round pick next year. Do you not want another back to back first round pick? 
And then who's going to be your quarterback? Dude, you're still going to get him at number, like, Devontae Smith, he's, or even if you don't get him, because I'm not entirely sold on him, you can still get literally another top 10 wide receiver. Like, I wouldn't trade out of the top 10. Don't get me wrong. I would stay within the top 10 because I think, like, I can see the Panthers moving back, moving up. I can see the Lions moving up. I can see the Cincinnati move up. You can move up. Cincinnati's five. I can 100% see Cincinnati moving up, grabbing that O-lineman. Atlanta's probably going to take a quarterback. I don't see them getting a wide receiver. And then Devontae Smith is still going to probably be there. Like, I I don't think he's going within the top five. So, so this is what I'm saying. Because as of right now, as at the end of the season. Why would you not want Brian more Flo- picks? Like you said, Brian you Flores, need weapons. Brian Flores already said that Tua is the guy. He already announced that Tua is our quarterback starting next next year. Uh, however true that is, I don't know. We'll find out in 10 months or whenever when the next season starts. Because right now we're still in the middle of playoffs. I hope we get to talk about playoffs. But the Dolphins right now, they have to decide, what is our problem? Do we have a quarterback problem? Do we have a lineman problem? Do we have a skill problem? Me, I'm team Tua. I'm team keep the guy. It's his first year. Not overly spectacular. I hope he becomes a great player. I, maybe he'll be above average. And I, I, feel, I, I feel weird because I, I feel like when I saw him in college, I really wasn't super over uh, to a guy. I was like, oh, this guy's okay. Like he, his ball floats a little bit. It looks like it's a little like he's lofting shit. But I never understood like, the yeah. hype. Like I like I can see now, but I'm talking about coming out of college as a prospect. Yeah. I never he, he never like stood out to me as like you gotta get. Like, yeah, I, I never I understood that. Well, you know, you look at, you know, all the details and everything, right? His stats were up there, you know, obviously with Alabama. But his, I feel like his hype died out after his injury. So people kind of stopped talking about him for a little yeah. bit. But coming into the draft, he was hot. And, like, people were, like, there's the idea of tanking for Tua. Like, when, like, yeah, no, be- sure. before yeah, Joe Burrow, before all that, that whole 2019 yeah. season, like, people were saying Tua was going to be number one, which I never understood. I mean, like, this guy's throwing to, like, Literally NFL wide receivers at the college level against fucking Citadel. Like, yeah. I don't even know where the fuck so, that college is. Yeah, I just wanted to bring it up. I, 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 I wasn't. We're analyzing. We're analyzing problems with Dolphins, but you guys went ten and six and just didn't make the playoffs. That's that's not a bad season though. It's not, no, it's not a bad season. Uh, I don't that's think gotta like, fucking suck, dude. I couldn't imagine going ten and six like, and not making the playoffs a in a seven in a in a seven uh, and now seven seed being introduced, and you still don't make. I mean, it's not. Just, I mean, the AFC is stacked. Like it, it's fucking I mean, stacked. Look, the fact that I mean, you had to go eleven and five to make the playoffs is insane. The fact that ten and six does not get you in is wild. Granted, you guys probably would have got blown the fuck out as soon as you, if you did make it because you guys just weren't there yet. But like. God like damn. you guys were going to play, you guys were literally going to play the Bills again. So I'm telling you, Flores <laughs> don't tank. Flores don't tank. And I but, know uh, all those Dolphins fans were watching that Jag game, that Jags Colts game. All of them. I had so many people yeah. messaging me like, "Yo, what's up with the Jags? Why can't they win a fucking game?" Because <laughs> <laughs> if we would have beat the Colts, you guys would have got in. But you guys yeah, are just going to get. I was like, dude, you guys are going to get smoked anyways. Like, uh, it, it, <laughs> you guys are going to make well, no run. Going back to the draft, I was never big to a guy. I felt like if you fucking invest in this kid, you thought he was going to be the fucking number one. You you gave you, you know your number one pick for him. Fucking stick with him. You went halfway and you said he's our man. Stick with him. This is his first year. Went through what six seven games. Not overly impressive. But I say stick with him. Get some skill guys. You have the position. You have that number three pick. Don't waste it on another quarterback. Uh, I don't know who. I don't even know who the other second best quarterback is. You don't have a quarterback problem. I don't think. I think you have a skill problem. And I hope they go Smith because. I feel like he's going to give us the best chance to win. And you can do some other stuff outside back. of them. 
I think you trade back, you still get Smith. Like, uh, depending how far, like, I think within that top 10, you could probably still get him. There's a, this is a super deep draft. And even if you don't get him, I'll be looking right there at Jamar Chase. Like, I would, I love that guy. That guy is a beast. Like, all right. Aside, yeah. aside from the Dolphins, what, what do you speaking think this of, guy is going? Watson wants out. Where, where's he going? Aside from, dude, Houston has a problem. Houston, we have a problem. Like, <laughs> we got the Harden shit, the Westbrook. Yeah. Now you got Watson. Like, dude, that's I don't sucked. Know the water, bro, in Houston, because even the Astros got in some shit. So, dude, yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> Astros, Rockets, well, Texans, dude, yeah, Texans. <laughs> Is a fucking dumpster fire. Like Texans, oh god, that team. Like you want to talk about one of the worst coaching spots to go to? To me, it's got to be the Texans. Like I mean, you have absolutely no cap space. You have no picks. Like yeah, I read this Andre Hopkins. You're deep. You have you're tied up with so much money. With started, they want to get rid of him, and look what happened. Downhill. You got to get well. Fucking Billy O'Brien. Fucking dumbass! Like uh, that guy's I never saw, getting a job. But yeah. but there's 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 no way JJ Watts coming back. JJ Watts getting cut. That dude makes too much money for what he is. JJ Watts not the same guy. He he's getting cut. No, like after those injuries for sure. You know he he still tries hard. He works hard. You know obviously hard work beats talent. But after the injuries that he's had, that's when he got the deals. When he was you know top in his position, right? He, gotcha. he, yeah. Still in the game, dude. And then, you know, when you see anything less than that, it sucks, right? Because it kind of, it's kind of degrading to the player. Like you gave him that much money for what he was doing, but then, and you see anything less, you feel like it's not worth it. Dude, you know how much cat space him and Watson combined are taking up? Thirty-three million dollars in cat space. Like that's wow. insane. Like that's that's insane. That's wild. Yeah, but, I saw some on Twitter uh, bringing it back to Miami. Uh, obviously, one of the best players, ever, Hall of Famer, Andre Johnson, you know, went to UM, uh, came out and and he kind of just uh, he, he just kind of made a comment of like how Houston wastes people's careers. Obviously, yeah, yeah. with him, I think Andre Johnson was never. That came to out get today. A, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, so him, you know, that's a big thing because you know he's. He pretty much played. He stayed his whole career with uh, the Texans, I believe. Yeah, no, I think he, he went to he went well, one to year, the he might Colts. One, one year, okay, he, for like yeah. one year. Okay, yeah. Um, but most of his career, um, and he's a leading know, receiver there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so you know, he just made a comment of like how Houston waste you know they waste careers there, and then Deshaun should get out. Um, which I think is pretty damning. I mean, from an ex-player like that, like obviously you can tell like Andre Johnson's pretty sour still about his career how his career went uh, with the Texans. I don't know where it goes unless they trade him away. They want to make him happy. and I, I don't know what the structure of his contract is. But, There's not a uh, chance. He has a no trade clause in his, in his thing. Bro, so it'd be, and I don't know. $156 million extensions. What he just and got. that's another problem is that contract. I don't think any team, I don't think, I don't think there's any team that, that's why a lot of people are tying him with Jacksonville. Like, there's a chance he can come to Jacksonville. There's been a little bit of buzz in the city about that because we're literally probably the only team that can make the deal worth. Because he's just—it's too much. It's like trying to trade Patrick Mahomes. Nobody has enough capital to do that. Like, you have to take on the contract. You have to give up, God, a shit ton of picks and players. 
Because this isn't like NBA where you can just make it work. It's, yeah. yeah. And uh, Jax, that's what they tied a lot because obviously we're the first number one overall pick. We have literally a generational quarterback coming out, Trevor Lawrence. So it's like the Houston gets them. And we have cap space to pay Deshaun Watson. But first off, I don't want that. That's going to Deshaun Watson has uh, two ripped ACLs in both knees. So, and I get it. He's in his prime, but like we have a lot of other issues that we need to fill up and I'd rather get supplemental guys. And I don't, that's, that's one reason I don't see him leaving. And two, they'll be stupid to let him go. Even if they were to figure something out, like, why would you let him go? Like you literally, a GM and a coach's job literally comes to NBL, your number one priority. What is your number one priority? Getting a franchise quarterback. And you want to be known as the guy who got rid of him? Like a fucking Bill O'Brien when he got rid of DeAndre uh, Hopkins. Like, and then I, I can see why he gets pissed too, because like, then they go and hire this Patriots guy. How many times are you going to hire a Patriots guy? These guys don't fucking work. Like, the, the, there's only two guys that ever worked, and it seems like Brian Flores is going to be one of them. And then the other guy looks don't like. Tank. The other guy is um, Vrabel from Tennessee. Those are the only two guys that from that tree that looks like they did something. Matt Patricia just got fired. Um, <clears throat> Bill O'Brien got fired. And then you're going to sit here and hire another Patriot as the director of player personnel, knowing. And why would you hire him? Look at the Patriot squad. They look like ass. Cam Newton had nobody to throw to. You want to talk about no weapons? Tua, yeah, he had no weapons. Fucking Cam Newton had absolute jack shit. He had high school guys <laughs> He had absolutely nobody. Like, crazy. granted, he played bad, and I don't think he's going to be a starter again, Because, but he also did have nobody to throw to in his defense. But All right, So overall, you feel like he's staying in Houston, right? One, it would be stupid yeah. for him. And no one could take over his contract I overall. The contract, yes, but I don't see how anybody could compensate what it would cost. Like it's just It'd be a lot. It, there are like, rumors Pat, going around with a potential trade towards San Francisco. With Sean Watson? Yeah. No, I don't see any I like I genuinely believe the only team that could possibly do something is Jacksonville. Like I d I don't see how San Francisco could do it. Uh San Francisco, like if I was San Francisco, I'd get Matt Stafford. You get Matt Stafford, you're winning a Super Bowl. Best believe it. Like they were a quarterback away. Like, and I, <clears throat> I don't think, like, you would have to give up a lot of defensive pieces, which Houston needs. Houston has literally an awful defense. And a defense is what makes it. I, I just don't see where you go. Like, I mean, Patriots, Patriots have got shit. Like, I don't, nobody could take It's literally him and Patrick Mahomes are the two guys that are literally untradeable. Like, you, they're just, they, they're worth too much. Nobody could give them up. I don't know what you would do. Unless you just give up year after year after year first round picks. But like, how are you going to build a team? I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. I think the draft comes up in March. Right? So March, I think, is when the combine is. We're still in the midst of playoffs, man, with a lot of action going on here. But let's talk about these Ravens bills coming up, man. It's going to be Lamar's potentially first snow game. Did y'all know that? I did not. Know yes, that. it's snowing. Did it not it's snow snowing in Baltimore. No, it's snowing in his hometown of Buffalo. <laughs> Your hometown. <laughs> Your hometown, man. 
Um, what do you guys think about this game? I mean, uh, weather definitely is going to affect. Um, I don't know. I think it's going to be an interesting, fun game. Uh, I- I'm trying to think of now who who I like in this game. I mean, the Bills are really good, man. The, I'm taking the, the Bills. Bills. The Bills um, are rolling with fucking. But also, um, you know, the Ravens defense. That that's probably going to be the matchup I want to see. The defense, the Ravens defense against the Bills offense. Uh, I'm not fucking, sold on their defense. I'm be honest with you. If I'm not going, that's definitely stop his run game. Damn. So okay. What do you think? So they have yeah. the spread right now as Bills. Bills. Uh, two point five is the under, and they have a Ravens as the dog. Two point five. So, um, so I think that game they're making that. I don't think that game is going to be that close. I would take the cover on the Bills. I think the Bills are going to beat them pretty handily. The thing is, I I don't trust the way I don't trust the Ravens. I don't trust Lamar Jackson. Like I'm one of those guys where I'm just like I'm not super sold on him. Like he's a good player. You don't like quarterbacks that run. That's what it is. No, you're very love- fishy about quarterbacks. I'm very fishy about quarterbacks who can't prove they can throw. Give me, I I don't care if you can run. The name of the game is throwing the ball. And that's what it is. No matter how much you, because I loved Michael Vick. Michael Vick was obviously probably the pioneer of all this. The reason why we're here right now. And I, I love Russell Wilson. I like guys. I don't want you to, your number one thing to be running. I want, I need you. I want you to be mobile and run if you need to and throw a play here and there. But if you, I but like I don't Lamar, want you. Lamar is that he can also. My thing with Lamar Jackson is, he's not accurate to me. Like he, like granted, he doesn't really have weapons. I'll give him that. He he has Mark Andrews, who's he's turned out to be a really good pickup for them in the draft. Um, but I've just seen him time and time again. Like he he's not too great under pressure, and he's not super accurate. And it's you've kind of seen it this year where he almost kind of he's kind of got figured out a little bit. And in his defense, he has gotten a, became a better thrower. And I want to see him constantly improve to become a better thrower because I think, like I said, running quarterbacks always make me fishy because it's like, like I said, the name of the position is to throw the ball. And if you can't throw the ball, I don't care how much you can run. I like I I don't look at RG three. RG three is a wash now. I, I, I agree, right? I get what you're saying. I mean, obviously, Lamar Jackson is in a whole nother tier, you know, above these other running quarterbacks. You know what I mean? But I, what I'm saying is, what more can he do to kind of prove himself to get out of everybody's head that he's not a good thrower? Like, I mean, to become know, a better had, thrower. Like, I just <laughs> yeah, but yeah, he led last game, that playoff game, and rushing yards and receiving, well, throwing, passing yards, passing. Oh yeah, I mean he's the only one throwing the ball. <laughs> Damn, dumped on you. <laughs> oh, so he, he threw than more than Tannehill. Yeah, and he had the most rushing yards, so he led right. both categories. That's not hard to do to throw I'm more than Tannehill. He performed. What I'm saying is he performed. So like, why underlook that? You can't not, just say that. Not another. That's not a good style. I mean, it is what it is. He I'm not saying he's. I'm not gonna say he's not gonna be good. I just I think I'm not super like on. I just want him to become a better thrower. Do I think he can go out there and if he beats? Do I think he can go one on one with Josh Allen? No, I think Josh Allen will win that battle. 
And that's the thing. And you're coming into the AFC where you have you have to outthrow these guys. You got Patrick Mahomes in here. You have uh, Justin Herbert who's coming up. You're having yeah. Josh Allen. You're having uh, Baker Mayfield. You gotta you got competition, and you gotta you gotta light them up. And if you can make it work with using your feet and throwing, that's great. Give them more weapons. I want to see them throw more. I think they tried to do that in the beginning of the season. And that's and that was my one thing because you look in the beginning of the season, they tried to switch it up. They tried to make him throw more. You notice he didn't run as much this year, especially in the first half of the year that he did last year. And then the Ravens got better as they kind of reverted back to how they played last year, which you know they found a system and that's what works. Yeah. But that's what I mean though. Like they put up what? How, what was the score against Tennessee? They put up like what twenty points. I think it was. They beat them. It was like 20 or 13, right? I can't remember. Yeah, yeah. I can't, I can't remember, remember the score, but I can look it up. Uh, yeah, look it up. Look, you got to score more than you got to score more than 30 to beat Kansas City. And you got to score more than 30 to beat Buffalo. Yeah, well, because, because, yeah they beat them 2013 against a trash ass Tennessee defense. Tennessee's defense sucks. Well, that's they, where your defense comes into play against teams like Kansas City. You, you need to, but I don't know what defense can stop Kansas yeah. City. And I think, uh, go ahead, go ahead. Gabe. Go, I was gonna it. say, I, I, I think uh, you convinced me. I think the Bills are probably gonna win this game. I think it will be tight. Um, but Josh Allen's is kind of unstoppable. Like the way he throws the that last game, unreal. And, and their defense, the Bills' defense was going off. They were like, you know, doing the uh, pass deflections and interceptions the way and. Right now, I think they're the hottest team right now as far as the playoff. Well, them and the Browns. We can talk about the Browns, too. But um, I think it, it will be close. I will be close. I don't know if it's going to be a shootout because I think Josh Allen is a better thrower than uh, the Ravens. But we'll see. I don't know how heavy it's going to snow because that generally means they're gonna, probably going to run more to keep you know the ball out of the air from slipping. Um, and I but, trust Singletary know. more than the Ravens running back. I can't think of his name. Well, but. there's Dobbins and... Uh, Mark Ingram. I know I got because yeah. I drafted Mark Ingram. He didn't do shit for me this season. And I like Singletary uh, over those guys. Uh, uh, that um, so that yeah. Buffalo offense is just unstoppable and their defense is heating up. Like I just you can't you can't convince me by ten by dropping twenty points on Tennessee, who has a bad defense, whose offense carried him the whole season. And then you're about to come in here. I don't even think it's gonna be close. I think I would smash that fucking over under on Buffalo, hundred percent. I might put money. I think Buffalo's gonna fucking scorch him. I think they can't stop Stephon Diggs. I think the only way they beat him is if they really if that if the line does well. You need my boy Calais and Nagakwe to do some work on, right, uh, man, on the trenches. He's gonna turn up on y'all. So you got the Ravens. I got the Bills. I got the Bills, and I have them covering. I, there's, I think that's a joke that they have a minus two, like at home. Lamar's never played in snow. Like, give me the Buffalo. The Buffalo's just too hot. They're too hot, man. The only team that can stop is Kansas City. I mean, I will say though, the Colts put up a fight. The Colt that was a good ass game because <clears throat> the Colts has a nasty defense, and then they got a pretty decent offense. I think with another quarterback, they could have won that game. Oh man, Philip Rivers barely got it to that end zone, but they didn't catch it. Nice game. <laughs> Chiefs Browns, two of the hottest teams right now. Well, we say KC's hot. They're very dominant. And the Browns, man, they turned it around. 
I know these last few episodes we've been going up and down with Baker Mayfield, but now, uh, Gabe, are you fighting him? I can't bet. I can't bet against Baker Mayfield anymore. I mean, the last half of the season, they just been playing lights out. Uh, I doubted them a lot this season, but that game was insane, man. I think they put up twenty eight points in like the first quarter or something. Like they were projected to score hundred twelve points by the end of the game or something. It was insane. Um, uh, but Pittsburgh, that first half. Nowhere to be found. I didn't even know if they were on the field at the time when they were scoring all those touchdowns. <laughs> but uh, um, crazy game. I, I'm not going to doubt. Even though it is, you know, I can't doubt Mahomes because Mahomes is a champ. And as long as you are the champ, to be the man, you got to beat the man. Um, but that's also a hot team. They're playing on fucking all cylinders right now. I couldn't, you know, maybe the, the game uh, against the Steelers with the Browns kind of dragged the second half. Um, but yeah. I, I'm I'm not betting against Big Mayfield. I think right now, yeah, Steelers were on a decline heading into yeah. the playoffs, and that's definitely not where you want to be. You know, they they started off hot, lost like last four to five games or something like that. Browns beat them right before the playoff game too, which they say that was a throwaway game. No, no game's a throwaway game, especially that's the team you're going to play in the playoffs, right? Yeah. All right, you got to take advantage and and play. You know what I mean? And everyone's like, oh, okay, I know Steelers are going to win this next one, and look what happened. That first play with the with the fumble gave me flashbacks with Payne Manning versus Seahawks in the Super Bowl. I was, oh, <laughs> that was I think I mean, I was, some bad flashbacks. My thing is the thing with the Browns, man, is like I don't even would say that they're hot. I mean, let's be dude, they lost to the Jets in week sixteen. They barely beat the Steelers. In the week 17, and the Steelers had what, like 10 starters on the bench, and then they come play the Steelers again. And the Steelers, that, that team is a function, they're a mess. The Big Ben, it's his time, he needs he needs to go. The receipt, like the play calling was awful, he has no run game. The defense, for some reason, is not playing as lights out as they were in the big, like the first 11 games. That team was so on the saying, decline. It's a I'm not, team, I'm not sold on that. The Browns being hot because they literally, like, you look at these past three games. They lost to the Jets. They barely beat the Steelers in Week 17 against literally backups, and then they beat a dysfunctional Steelers team who weren't who were ill prepared. Who like their offensive play calling was just bad. Their defense couldn't stop anybody. And they're just they're they're just slow. Big Ben is throwing the ball way too quick. They have no run game, and it the the Steelers weren't going to win. They they fooled a lot of people in the beginning of the year, um. But they, their true colors came out, and yeah, they have the Browns plus ten, Chiefs minus ten. That's a lot. I think the Browns are going to keep it close. I would actually take the Browns on that over, um, to cover the spread. Honestly, because yeah, ten, ten's a lot winning. And uh, beating the Chiefs, I just don't see it happening. I'm but not then betting I, against Baker. But then I'm not again, against Baker. Then again, I could see the Chiefs beat them by ten because you're at Kansas City, and Kansas City has not slowed down not a not a bit. Like, but I'd still take the. I think I would take the Browns to cover that ten. But I don't know, man. I. But you know what's funny though? I do feel like. Baker has played better since Odell has left the league, which kind of 
He didn't leave the league. He fucking not blew leave the up league. his knee. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, I was saying. <laughs> his knee blew up, man. It exploded. All right. <laughs> Odell's coming back in a peg leg. So I think and that well that validates what I said earlier was like yeah. when when he left, I was like, and Baker played well that first game with him gone. I was like, maybe he needed that because having that pressure of like, you need to throw to Odell, you need to throw to Odell, you need to throw to Odell. Having that pressure relieved to him and not having to force it to him all the time. I mean, that opens the field a lot for him. I mean, and you still got Jarvis Landry over there who's a beat. And yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm happy for the Browns. I know what it's like to be a part of a losing franchise. I'm glad they won their first playoff game. Like, I'm super pumped for them. Like that you're coming into a red hot Super Bowl defending Chiefs team, yeah. and I just don't see how your defense can hold up. And I don't even know if you can really keep up. I don't know if they have. Nobody has the weapons to really like. Buffalo is Buffalo and Green Bay are the only teams that could probably keep up with Kansas City. I get. But we'll see. I, I hope the Browns keep it in- interesting. I think they got some work to do in the off season. They could sure up probably their defense and their off. And like add a little bit more well, weapons. Like you said, right? to, to play against Mahomes, you, you you need to be able to score. So let's see what scoring what this guy now. can do. If I had to pick yeah. an upset of the week, it's Indeed. this game. This game, really? I'm gonna pick the Browns. Wow. I'm gonna pick the Browns. Upset of the week. Damn, you don't you don't put money on that? How much how much you need? It's plus, on the money line, it's plus th- in the money line, it's plus three eighty. Well, that means I put a hundred, I get three eighty. Yes. Yes. We'll see. Let's that. let's talk off. Let's talk off. You know. Let's talk off. <laughs> you know what I mean? All right, Packers Rams. <laughs> Packers Rams. Now this is gonna be a fucking blowout. This is my blowout of the week. Calling it here first. Aaron, the goat Rogers is about to smoke him. Man, I I I get this the Rams have the number one defense. In the in the league, their defense is unreal. I mean, obviously you got Jalen Ramsey, he's probably the best corner in the league. You have Aaron Donald, who's probably gonna I'm calling it here. Aaron Donald's gonna go down as the greatest defensive lineman to ever play the game. That dude is unreal. That man is on another planet. You look at this guy, you look at this dude's like workout videos on YouTube. This guy is literally a freak of nature. He's so ridiculously fast and huge. Like I and people are already saying it, like he's gonna go down as one of the greatest, if not in the conversation, is one of the greatest, or if not the greatest defensive lineman. Like DN, D tackle, even though he's a D tackle, but I'm talking about whole line. He is unreal. But I think Aaron Rodgers is going to smoke him because Aaron Rodgers is and Devontae Adams and uh, Tunyon, their tight end, and yeah. then you got Aaron Jones. And if their supplementary wide receivers can show up like Lazard, um, is he playing? I think he is. But, Not sure. Um, if they can show up, I I, I really think Green, and they're going to play in the frozen tundra. I don't trust Jared Goff. Not one second. He literally yeah. got benched against some guy in the playoffs. <laughs> they benched Jared Goff in the playoffs, and the only reason why he played is because the dude got sent in an ambulance. Like I don't <laughs> trust Aaron Go- uh, Jared Goff. Not one bit. And then you're talking about that cold weather, like. They're built for the Green Bay. Aaron Rodgers is built playing that cold. That dude, he's on years in that cold, bro. He was born in that. Aaron Aaron Rodgers, he had something to prove this year, man. Uh, 
I love that guy. That dude's amazing. I mean, they draft a quarterback. They move up and draft a quarterback. He's like, oh, you want to do that shit? All right. I'm winning y'all a chip. Like, like <clears throat> the Green Bay yeah, will smoke him. I was high on Jared Goff this year, and he had a pretty disappointing season. He never really put up a lot of you know big stats. Um, I'm gonna go with Rogers because it's Roger and Lambeau. MVP so Rogers. MVP. He's got a chip on his shoulder, and I've seen him put up yards. I've seen him put up uh, stats, and it's him and Devontae. They nah, I, I, give me Rogers all day. That's gonna be an interesting matchup though, Devontae and Ramsey. That's gonna be really interesting. But they I don't. They averaged 31 points this season. The Packers. They're insane. 31 points. They're 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 just incredible, dude. MVP Rogers, the dude's on a dude's on another level. Like, and I love the way like Aaron Rodgers is one of those players where like he just like and he goes like 60 yards. Like it just like <laughs> it's insane. But I, Aaron Rodgers. Jared Goff ain't Aaron, keeping up. Oh, Rodgers. Let's talk about this last game. Bucks Saints. This is gonna be an interesting one. This is Battle of the Old Men. This is the closest game. Oh, wait, so they have the Ravens. They have the Ravens, the Bills as the closest with two and a half. They have this game at minus three to the Saints, and that Tampa Bay as the dog at plus three. I think this is a closer game than Buffalo and Baltimore. This is going to be a good-ass game. This is going to be a good game. I agree. Uh, I'm going to take Top Bay Gronkineers. That's what I'm going to take. This is going to be the first time you have two 40-plus-year-old quarterbacks playing against each other in a playoff game, which is insane. The Saints scare me, dude. The Saints. Drew Brees scares me. He has drastically dropped off. Like, dude, his arm looks limp. Like it, like I forgot what Bro. game it was. It like he just he's looked like, like he couldn't like make the throws, man. Like, like but, it was, but I don't remember the beginning of the season. He wasn't like that. It was like after he came back from his injury. That dude is like, and I don't trust Taysom Hill. I I don't think Taysom's the future there. I think uh, you got to give it. The, uh, supposedly Taysom and Jason uh, Jameis are going to com- compete for the starting job next year. I think Jameis is going to win it by a landslide. Yeah, I think he's 41, to correct myself. Drew Brees is 41 years old. I think Tom Brady's older, right? Yes, uh, yeah. Tom Brady's 43, I believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's some on Twitter. They put, like, a uh, history channel. They, they, should, they should put the game on History Channel or something. They, Tom Brady did something. Some one of his social media put some shit out there. Like, they dress with, like, gray yeah. beards and shit. Honestly, <laughs> bro, I'm one of the vets, man. I think Drew Brees definitely deserves more than one ring in his career, and so does Aaron Rodgers. So, those are one of the two guys I want to see win this year, to be honest. Especially what happened in the playoffs last year with the Saints. With that ridiculous call or non-call, whichever one it was that yeah. happened or didn't happen, you know which one I'm talking about. Yeah, I know you're talking about. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, it's insane. Yeah, it was- you don't know how many guys left, bro. Like, he, he's definitely too good. He's to only had one ring in his career. My one thing is, this is a, it's a really, this is gonna be a low-scoring game. They actually have the over/under at fifty-one point five. I could actually see that because first off, Tampa Bay's defense is really good, and so is New Orleans. They both have really good defenses, but then they both got really good offenses. So I, you're going to see a good mix. I, I can see this game going like 28, 24, 24, 21, something like that. I'm going to go Tampa Bay because I just feel like they're hot right now. Tampa's hot right now. And Drew, and New Orleans, 
New Orleans doesn't like they're good, but I don't. I don't know, man. I just <sighs> Tim, Tim, Tampa Bay Gronkineers. They they're they're hitting all cylinders right now. They're looking really good, and I think they're going to come by and and beat New Orleans. Yeah, that's like, it's uh, going to be a close game. We seen I've seen games too where Tom's you know where he looks like he's making bad throws as well. I think Drew Brees' arm strength has decreased. And I've seen games where Tom, you know, the Bucks were like, you know, one week they come out that you think they're amazing. Next week they come out and they just stink. Um, uh, but with Tom in the playoffs, I think they they have, uh, you know, more weapons and more options, you know, to spread the ball around. Um, they got a bunch of little white guys out there. I think, uh, you know, uh, Gronk, I don't think he's going to be a huge factor or whatever. I don't um, know, man. Gronk's, I don't know. Gronk's been hot, man. A B. I mean, we'll we'll see. I, I I will take I'll take Tam a Tampa, Tampa, uh, Tampa Gronkineers. My thing is, um, I think when you're saying like those, like when you're talking about uh, Tampa and how and Tom and Tampa, <laughs> Tom yeah. Brady, Tom Brady and how he said he he felt like he was just missing guys. I think a lot of that though is chemistry, and that's why like you saw a lot through like the first ten games. It just seemed like they weren't like sinking well. Like that's the vibe I got for them. And but then these past few weeks, I mean, like I said, they've been hitting all cylinders. They've been. It seems like they figured it out. Like him, Bruce Arians, Godwin, Evans. You got Brown in there now. Uh, Rob Gronkowski looks alive again. Uh, Bray is he's not a bad guy. Um, obviously got Ronald Jones and Fournette. Um, why did Ronald Jones, did Ronald Jones get hurt? Why was he not playing? Oh, this I believe he's he's been hurt. I mean, it could also be a COVID thing. Let me look that up. I forgot what it was. He's he's been amazing. I've actually been really surprised with him. But Fournette actually had a decent game this past uh, week. Um, but I I just feel like. I just don't know if I can hundred percent trust New Orleans. It, it to me, it's going to come down to Drew Brees. If Drew Brees shows out, I think they win that game. And be, because I mean, like I said, like both got weapons too. Alvin Kamara has been insane. Yeah. That guy's been insane. And obviously, got Michael Thomas. Like I th- this game's going to come down to Drew Brees. If Drew Brees plays lights out, they win this game. If he plays average or below average, Tampa wins. Uh, Jones out with a quad injury, so they're. I just saw an article saying they're going to wait to see if you can play this game, and that was from two days ago. So, um, who do you got? Who do you got, uh, Jojo? I'm going Saints, man. I think uh, Tom's great, bears all time, but battle of the forty year olds. I think Drew Brees has something to prove, and he definitely needs another ring before retiring. And this would probably be his last chance. I know he's. Consistent in making the playoffs every year, but something terrible always goes wrong towards the end of the season or whatever to eliminate them. Uh, well, he already says he's retiring. He's retiring after this. Yeah. This is it. Oh, for sure. Yeah, this he came it. out. I mean, he said this is it. And then they, they, Champagne's already talked about how, like how Jameis and Taysom Hill's going to battle out for number one next year. So this yeah. is it for. Right, well, I mean, hey, Tom Brady, man, he, you got six of them things, bro. So I think Drew Brees is your last shot. You got you to gotta go for it. Uh, obviously, he's a competitor. He's going to you know, try to win. But I, I'm a little tense with the – So what do you think the I Super guess, Bowl is going to be? Ooh. 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 Man, I hope I – Hope I go. 
<laughs> but what was that? I'm going with the Packers to win it all. So you got them coming out the NFC. Ooh. I got Ooh. Packers 100% coming out of NFC. I think they're coming out no matter. I think the only team that can give them a run for their money is Tampa because Tampa did beat them. It looked like they had Aaron, that, that was Aaron Rodgers' worst game of the season was against Tampa. Tampa has their number. Ha, so if if you're a Green Bay fan, you want to play New Orleans. You you want to play New Orleans. I don't know if you want to play Tampa. I think if if New Orleans went, I think no matter what, Green Bay's winning. I think that game that happened earlier this year, that was a little bit just like just a bad game. I think Green Bay comes out. 100%. Where it gets tricky is the AFC. I and I think it's 100% between Chiefs and Bills. I'm calling yeah. Chiefs Packers. That I don't know. Yeah. Chiefs going back to, to If I had to pick my favorite, I guess I'll pick the Bills because they whipped well, our ass. So Chiefs, hopefully they you, say you don't know. Who's taking the Chiefs out? <sighs> I Bills are the only one that can. Bills <clears throat> but, potentially. But honestly, I think the Super Bowl is Green Bay and uh, Kansas City. I think that's a Super Bowl. Going back to the original Super Bowl, the original the Super Bowl number one, Green Bay, wow. Kansas City. That's what people were hoping for last year because it would make the um, hundredth NFL season would be the first Super Bowl. Yeah. Super Bowl. Well, it's gonna be one on one. So there we go. I got the Bills coming out the AFC. I think really. They're probably, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised, Upset, man. I wouldn't hey. be surprised. I'm betting yeah. on an upset season for for the chief uh, for the Chiefs. I don't I think wouldn't be surprised. They're rolling. Yeah, I, I'm not a like. I I don't think any. I don't think anybody's beating Green Bay. Like I said, I think the only one that could is Tampa. But honestly, I think I don't know. That's gonna be enough. That's a really. I, don't know, I think the more I think about it, the more I'm like, damn, Tampa did whoop their ass that first game, meet. and it does make me like wonder. But I still think Green Bay's coming out. I think they're more. I think Green Bay is more of a surefire than Kansas City is. Kansas City and Bills. That's gonna be a fuck. That's gonna be a good that's ass a game. Or the Browns. Get the fuck out of here with that shit. <laughs> we'll see, man. If Baker Mayfield, well, it would be a go if he did that shit. I think that's pretty much it, man. We cover everything for this week, right? Right, yeah, well, yo, we'll talk about that next episode. Hey, spread this. What's the social media, Jojo? What's the social media? Social media out there. Fans podcast. Follow us on Twitter. Gabe with the Twitter fingers. He's been live tweeting every game. Some hilarious stuff there. Yeah, check it out. Hundred percent hilarious. <laughs> hey, tell him. T- tell him, Julian, he what we're working on. He learned what hashtags are. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. So I do want to mention that. So our next episode is actually going to be live streamed. So if you guys want to come by and ask some questions, send some add, add to the chat. We're going to be going live um, yep. probably from here on out. This is going to be our last probably pre-recorded one. And yeah, next episode, we're going to be 100% live. So come by. Probably going to tentative on the time exactly, but it's probably going to be Wednesday and probably around eight o'clock but we'll see 100 percent. yep just follow, follow us on instagram you'll see the post you see us uh putting up the time and date real fast podcast and thank you for tuning on first episode 2021 episode six have a great night everybody peace